0: excused for the present. His Aunt Polly was not so stupid and so mad at the cold impudence of it that she couldn't say a word for as much as half a minute. And this gave me a chance to nudge Tom and whisper, "'Ain't you got any sense? Spilling such a noble chance as this and throwing it away?' But he weren't disturbed. He mumbled back, "'Huck Finn, do you want me to let her see how bad I want to go?' Why, she'd begin to doubt right away, and imagine a lot of sicknesses and dangers and objections, and first you know she'd take it all back. You let me alone. I reckon I know how to work her. Now, I never would have thought of that, but he was right. Tom Sawyer was always right, the levelest head I ever see, and always at himself and ready for anything you might spring on him. By this time his Aunt Polly was all straight again, and she let fly. She says, You'll be excused. You will? Well, I never heard the like of it in all my days. The idea of you talking like that to me. Now take yourself off and pack your traps. And if I hear another word out of you about what you'll be excused from and what you won't, I will lay I'll excuse you with a hickory. She hit his head a thump with her thimble as we dodged by, and he let on to be whimpering as we struck for the stairs. Up in his room he hugged me. He was so out of his head for gladness because he was going traveling. And he says, Before we get away, she'll wish she hadn't let me go, but she won't know any way to get around it now. After what she said, her pride won't let her take it back. Tom was packed in ten minutes, all except what his aunt and Mary would finish up for him. Then we waited ten more for her to get cooled down and sweet and gentle again, for Tom said it took her ten minutes to unruffle in times when half of her feathers was up but twenty when they was all up, and this was one of the times when they was all up. Then we went down, being in a sweat, to know what the letter said. She was sitting there in a brown study with it laying in her lap. We sat down, and she says, They're in considerable trouble down there, and they think you and Huck will be a kind of diversion for them. Comfort, they say. Much of that they'll get out of you and Huck, Finn, I reckon. There's a neighbor named Brace Dunlap that's been wanting to marry their Benny for three months, and at last they told him point-blank and once and for all he couldn't, so he has soured on them and they're worried about it. I reckon he's somebody they think they better be on the good side of, for they've tried to please him by hiring his no-account brother to help on the farm when they can't hardly afford it and don't want him around anyhow. Who are the Dunlaps? They live about a mile from Aunt Silas's place, Aunt Polly. All the farmers live about a mile apart down there, and Brace Dunlap is a long sight richer than any of the others, and owns a whole grist of niggers. He's a widower, thirty-six years old, without any children, and is proud of his money and overbearing, and everybody is a little afraid of him. I judge he thought he could have any girl he wanted just for the asking, and it must have set him back a good deal when he found he couldn't get Benny. Why, Benny's only half as old as he is, and just as sweet and lovely as, well, you've seen her. Poor old Uncle Silas. Why, it's pitiful him trying to curry favor that way. So hard pushed and poor, and yet hiring that useless Jupiter Dunlap to please his ornery brother. What a name! Jupiter! Where'd he get it? It's only just a nickname. I reckon they forgot his real name long before this. He's twenty-seven now and has had it ever since the first time he ever went in swimming. The school teacher seen a round brown mole the size of a dime on his left leg above his knee, and four little bits of moles around it, when he was naked, and he said it minded him of Jupiter and his moons, and the children thought it was funny, and so they got to calling him Jupiter, and he's Jupiter yet. He's tall and lazy and sly and sneaky and rather cowardly, too, but kind of good-natured, and wears long brown hair and no beard, and hasn't got a cent, and brace-boards him for nothing. And gives him his old clothes to wear and despises him. Jupiter is a twin. What's t'other twin like? Just exactly like Jupiter, so they say. Used to was anyway, but he hain't been seen for seven years. He got to robbing when he was nineteen or twenty and they jailed him. But he broke jail and got away, up north here somewhere. They used to hear about him robbing and burglaring now and then, but that was years ago. He's dead now. At least that's what they say. They don't hear about him anymore. What was his name? Jake? There wasn't anything more said for a considerable while.